the Team Builder Playbook, bite-sized, honest, and practical tips and strategies for building and scaling your team as a startup entrepreneur. Hello, and welcome to the Team Builder Playbook podcast. This is Lisa Kostova, and I am so honored to introduce today's guest, Michael Strasner. Michael is somebody who's been very transformative in my own life and has been a huge influence on how I show up as a leader, as an entrepreneur. He is a best-selling author, a master leader, and an expert in developing and fostering leaders. Michael is a certified transformational trainer, personal coach, and entrepreneur with a mission to empower leaders to take committed action on their vision and dreams with a true sense of urgency. For more than 30 years, he has facilitated thousands of workshops throughout the United States, Latin America, and Europe. Michael lives in Dallas with his wife, Hillary, and their children, and Just so that you guys know, Michael was also my trainer. He trained me through the leadership program at Hardcore Leadership and then through his program that he calls PhD for Master Leaders. I am so honored to have you on the show. Michael, welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, Lisa. It's great to see you this morning. I would like to start with your distinctions of leadership, which you talk about in your best-selling book, Mastering Leadership. One of them is of interest to me today and to our audience, and that is team. Can you tell me what team means to you and what makes a successful team? Great question. Um, I'm going to say that, first of all, team, I believe, really means everything. Uh, I think that we're oriented into life, into, into thinking as we get older, that life is an individualistic sort of thing. You know, it's all about you and what you think and what you want and what you don't want and your opinions and all of that. And I think what happens is we lose sight of life being more of a team sport because what happens is as you then get older and you come out of you know come out of a school and you start getting into the workforce then you become part of something you know often people will you know come out of school and take a job when you take a job you're not taking a job in an isolated solo you know silo not solo you're not you're not taking the into this you know isolated situation you're part of something else like your piece is related to this piece and your contribution is related to to this commitment and this vision and this goal and so on and if you don't have the fundamental skills of being a team player or the appreciation of team, then really you've got a lot of different individual people bumping into each other, but there's no cohesiveness. There's no connection. The other thing is, is that I believe team is everything. And I mean everything from your professional life to your family life. And if it, and if it comes together, it can be magic. It can absolutely be magic. So the idea of synergy, synergy can't be created by yourself. It's not like you're in your office and you're on fire and now you create synergy and where does that synergy go? (laughs) You know, know, the idea of synergy is one plus one equals, you know, 300 or one plus one equals 400. In other words, the sum of the parts is 
greater than the whole when we are coming together and we are working together and we're aligned with a common vision or a common commitment or a common goal. And I've got your back, you've got my back. I don't know where I end and you begin. And there is that we are not just doing our part, but our part is related to the whole and mm. it creates this explosive creativity and, and as I said, energy. And the other thing is, is that, is that it, it gives us an opportunity to tap into who we are and who we can be at a much deeper level because we're often limited by our own self and our self, you know, beliefs and rackets and mm. so on. And for those of uh, the listeners who, are, who don't know what a racket is, do you mind explaining what a racket is, sure. Michael? Yeah, a racket is your, is your little voice in your head that tells mm. you what isn't possible. You know, it's like we've got two voices. One says, you mm. can do it. The other one says, no, you can't. And mm. you can't because the last time, remember what happened. Yeah. You know, your little voice in your head says, I really want this and I really want that. And mm-hmm. I really, you know, would love to create this. And wouldn't it be great if, and your other yeah. voice is the voice, the naysayer voice, the racket that enrolls mm-hmm. you in your limitations and in, you know, you know, playing small and playing safe and, and, you know, thinking of yourself as the lone ranger <laughs> without Tonto. Yes. You know, and that's, that's how, how a lot of us operate. I love the distinction you paint between the collection of individuals and also a real team that has synergy and collaboration where the sum of the parts is greater than the individual sums. How can an entrepreneur think about building a team that plays like this um, when they often feel the pressure to lead, to direct, to be hierarchical? A lot of entrepreneurs are type A personalities who like to take control and drive. So how can somebody like that build a team where they're really seen as part of the whole without feeling like they're losing control or they're being you know, uh, walked all over. How can a person think about that? Well, I think that, I think that there needs to be, there needs to be what I'm going to call emotional intelligence, not just intelligence. There needs to be emotional intelligence. Let's play out the scenario of an entrepreneur who it's all about me. I'm driving it. I'm the cause. I'm the source of this business. You know, I make it happen. I'm the only one, only one that can make it happen. Let's play that scenario out. How long does that person last at that level of, let's say, energy or intensity or drive without some form of a breakdown, collapse, Mm -hmm. or how about just Mm -hmm. run out of gas and be burnt out? Sooner or later, that is the result. Then you look for medication, all the different kinds of medication. You, your stress goes up and continues to go up because the bigger the, mm-hmm. that you're playing and the more results you have and the more, let's say, the more uh, your, your business vision is manifesting, then the more information you're getting that I got to do it, I got to keep doing it, and, and I got to keep doing it. So Because it's working. Well, because it's working, yes, and it's working on a certain level. 
And, and that's, the, that's the way that we manipulate ourselves into thinking that it's really working. Now, what I believe is that, yes, all of those factors make a great entrepreneur. Everything I said, drive, intensity, if it's to be, it's up to me. You've got to have that. You can't have a plan B. If you're going to be a successful entrepreneur, there's no plan B. There's no back door. There's no, well, if it doesn't work out, blah, blah, blah. Any space you give to if it doesn't work out, you can guarantee you it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Successful entrepreneurs are a dime a dozen. What most people really are, I got a great term for you, Lisa, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard yeah. that before, Michael. Yeah, it's a entrepreneur. You know, what is a what is a entrepreneur? It's the guy or or the woman that thinks that they've got the greatest idea ever and it's the most amazing thing ever and they have no funding. It's the most amazing thing, the most extraordinary thing, and da 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 and they have no results or they have minimal results. Something's missing, something's not working. So if you think you're gonna burn out when things are working and you have results, what do you think the burnout rate is of the entrepreneur who has no results? So what I think is, is that it's, it's understanding going into the process that I'm going to drive this baby in the beginning. I'm going to drive this vision and not, but, and I'm also simultaneously going to surround myself with an A team, not Mm -hmm. a team. That's what most people do. A team. No, the A team. I'm going to surround myself with A level players, stars and superstars that can take this vision, that are enrolled in it, that are committed to it, passionate about it, at the same level as I am, can see that possibility where I can surround myself with people I can actually, are you ready? Let go. And how scary is that, especially if you're hiring A players, which a lot of times means hiring somebody who may be more capable than you or smarter than you in a certain area of the business. And if you're not strong in your leadership, you may feel threatened by them. Yeah. Well, you know what? What's scarier, having a heart attack because you're so stressed and your blood pressure is through the roof and you get no sleep and your husband or wife never sees you and feels completely unloved. You've missed every game. You haven't been to one cheerleading activity and your children don't even know who you are. Your uncle daddy. I mean, really? What do you think is more stressful? The divorce you're going to go through because your family has been completely abandoned by you while you're successful? I mean, that's the whole point. What often happens is if that person is not emotionally intelligent and realizes that life is about excellence in all areas of your life, it's about showing up in all areas, then you can't even think about or imagine creating the A-team because you're so insecure. You're such a control freak. You're OCD. You're insecure at the end of the day, trying to prove to your dad or prove to the to the kid or the bully that told you that you would never amount to something or prove to this, this invisible being that you're worthy. And the reality is you can have both. You can be both. Take Apple. How many different superstar brain brainiacs and visionaries and tech wizards. Do you think have worked at Apple? What do you think Apple is? Apple's like a fertile ground for entrepreneurism. What was, what was IBM 
30 years ago. You know, IBM created a consulting division back in the, I think it was the 70s or early 80s. And they had a consulting division. And so IBM was farming out these consultants to go consult with all these new entrepreneurial, you know, computer companies, which then mm-hmm. took off. If you go back and look right. at all It's all companies. spawning. These yeah. hubs are spawning different yes. new companies and entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so guess what happened? Mm-hmm. What happened is the IBM consulting division eventually closed and went out of business, okay? And that hurt IBM because what IBM did was actually consult with these computer companies and those computer companies took off and then left IBM in the back. So IBM became not the blue chip stock that it was in the 80s. I mean, if you said I worked for IBM in 1975 or 1980 or 85 or or whatever, you're talking about, oh, you work for IBM. I mean, IBM was like the elite of the elite. Now, IBM, you'd say that to a millennial, they go like this. What, IBM? What is IBM? (laughs) Is that an appliance? (laughs) Yeah, is that an appliance? Is that a missile that that we launched, you know, or threatened to launch at at North Korea? (laughs) Yeah, well, you've hit on an interesting point. I want to delve deeper into it. There is a sheen. So I come from Silicon Valley, and I've been part of these hyper-growth companies that are just so driven. And there is a sheen, a veneer of, of, of pride that comes with a lot of entrepreneurs or cultures that foster this all-consuming uh, work, I don't know if it's called work ethic or work addiction, that when I see somebody being awarded at a company all hands for staying back and doing a work project instead of going to their son's soccer game. And that's being rewarded with a rock star award, which is something that happened. Yeah. I, it's a hard to, it's hard as a, you know, as an entrepreneur to believe that you're doing the right thing if you are not constantly working. Yeah. So how does an entrepreneur up-level their game in staying strong against the drift of this group thing that if you, you, if you are making it in the Valley, you got to be, you know, the prototypical Silicon Valley show type of startup person who stays on their computer 24-7 and shoots Nerf guns and eats pizza. <laughs> you know what? I, I, that's a great question. First of all, you know, if you're 24 years old or 22 or you're, uh, you know, some young age, what is your priority? Your priority is to work and, and not just work like a job, but to establish your vision and create a vehicle that can support you in creating a foundation for your life. So if you're a workaholic or, or the person you're describing with no children and no husband or wife, okay, fine, no problem. This is your work. This is your life. At some point, you're going to want to have balance. But if you're, let's say, whatever the age is, Mm -hmm. and you have a husband or wife, and you have children, and you're constantly putting your work in front of your, your family, or your work in front of your health, or your work in front of, you know, having balance in your life, you're going to burn out. You're going to run out of gas. You're going to burn out. You're going to be on medication. You're going to be in therapy. You're going to be in breakdown. And then the question then becomes really, is it worth it? Like what, 
what is it that you value? Mm -hmm. And what I think is going back and rewinding the tape, I think it's a matter of both intelligence and emotional intelligence. So the first thing I do is recommend everybody read my book. Absolutely. I highly recommend it. And, and there's also lots of trainings that everybody can attend that I've attended and Michael has trained for that's, that's your life's mission, your life's work. Yes. Um, Go do a, go do an emotional intelligence leadership training, like what we offer at Heartcore Leadership or Boston Business Academy. uh, Yeah. Boston Breakthrough Academy. Absolutely go there because you can use the training and the grounding to set yourself. We don't tell you what to do. You take the time to set yourself with a clear, not just vision for your business, but a clear vision for your life, a clear purpose for your life, so that you're walking the talk and being congruent in all areas of your life. Are there prices to pay? Yes, in your business life and in your personal life, yes, and sometimes you'll have to pay them. But you don't want to pay unnecessary prices. You don't want to dig yourself a hole that you can't get yourself out of because it only gets worse. Yeah, I I will leave the links to those training centers in the show notes. And thank you so much, Michael. And I really have to say that, you know, for those of us who are addicted to um, taking all kinds of training and learning and programs, this is different because this is not a consumer product that you just consume. This is something that you sign up as a commitment and you step in and you really take responsibility and ownership of your life and you really realize how much power you have to transform and direct your life in ways where you before thought you were limited. So I highly recommend everybody check those trainings out. And thank you so much, Michael. Any last parting words? If there's one thing you would like our listeners to take away from today or one idea, what would it be? Well, I'd like to say just as a quick example that that life is a team sport and when we change that interpretation and really get that, embrace it, we can really take off. I was working with a financial services company in New York, and it it was a small boutique company with uh, 12 employees, and all 12 people essentially had zero relationship with each other. Mm. (laughs) There was no connection. 12 people doing 12 Mm. different things, all bumping into each other in the same office. And what we did was we cultivated a level of team connection, communication, and respect. And what that created was walls coming down, insecurities, judgment, self-righteousness, arrogance, all coming down. And then a really re-getting to know of each other. And out of that, this company flourished and way more than doubled in business and also learn to really appreciate each other and respect each other and enjoy each other and the entire culture changed. So you can make a ton of money. You can be really successful and you can also really love and enjoy the people you work with. If you spend a majority of your time of the day and week working, don't you want to work in an environment where you absolutely love, respect, appreciate, and like the people you are with? I mean, think about that. Absolutely. And it is possible. I want to say that I used to think it was not possible. And now I understand that it's not only possible, but it is also the way that I show up that makes it possible. And the way that every single one of you guys listening on this 
podcast shows up can make a huge difference. You can evoke, you can evoke not just your own leadership, but leadership in others and, it, it and transform the whole team. It makes it fun. And when you're empowered, you go home empowered. You don't go home <laughs> in breakdown or angry yes. or judgmental yes. or resentment. Hi, honey. Um, hi, son. Hi, daughter. No, you go home feeling empowered. Yes. Not just you made money. Not just, you know, you're focused on your job or you're in reaction to a person or a situation. You go home. You can't wait to be with your wife. You can't wait to be with your husband. You can't mm. wait to be with your kids. And then that juice and energy gets bigger and bigger. And now your life is worth living. Don't you want to have a life worth living? I love that, Michael. And I love that people got to experience the energy of the amazing energy of Michael Strasner, who is truly a ball of, of, of such joy and love. And thank you so much for being on the show and inspiring all of us into being amazing team players. Thank you, Lisa. Have a great day. I appreciate it. It's been amazing.